more no more driving for six months while he lands. That's on. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's and, right. Uh, so as far as uh, flow goes um, and, and flow states, do you guys do you bring that into the home as well? Is it something you teach your son about? And do you have yes, more, more of course. Actually, I love to do that. I love to do that every time, every day that I take him to drive him to school, because I'm still driving him to school. Yeah. Uh, I get the chance to talk to him about all my crazy stuff, and uh, and he likes it, and he he. Um, he also likes to read a lot, so I really enjoy taking all this the this uh, flow thing in home. So it's 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 a lot of lifestyle, I would say, because it, it involves everything in your life. So uh, I try to to uh, permeate it as much as possible into my family. So Absolutely. I have here my my. There you go. The the phrase. One phrase that I love, Amor. which is called Amor Fati. Fati. And I'll tell you more about it in a while, but uh, yeah. I like it because it's like living in the moment, living the present and loving what happens mm -hmm. to you. So ah, that's nice. something I love. <laughs> it's a beautiful saying. Um, it is. In that case. So one thing you may not know about me, you, you might know this, but did you know that I, uh, I used to work for Flow Research Collective? No way. <laughs> Small really? world, right? Oh, wow. In, in, yeah. You were in California or? or... No, I was remote. Um, I was here. Oh, wow. Um, That's but... so cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, so, so we... I don't have to tell you about flow. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, know sure. all about it. <laughs> always learning. No, always, always learning. Uh, That's so sure, cool. Definitely connected to it. Um, you know, definitely a, an important aspect of my life as well is knowing how to connect into my own flow states. So that I, I understand fully the value of what you're about to bring to the table Perfect. for those who are listening. So uh, I got to ask. So as far as um, you can either go with today, the modern world, it's not just the books that matter, right? You got courses yeah. out there. You got programs, conferences, events, uh, YouTube videos. What would be your top three personal development or growth resources that you'd recommend outside of your own? Okay. So definitely books. I mean, there's so much, uh, richness. What's in a book? Books and, what's sorry? one though? If you had to name one. What's, Ooh. what's one book? Okay. One that I have or right three. here next to me is principles by Ray Dalio. Mm. I love that one. And I'm not a tattoo guy, but if I would ever get a tattoo, it would be this this spiral. <laughs> <laughs> so this one. Ah. So I, I don't know if you've heard of this, but um, so I, I, Ray Dalio came across my plate. I don't know two years ago, and I started like reading some stuff he's been there. I was like, dude, this guy is rich with wisdom. Yeah. Um, but I haven't read the book before. Okay, it's it's dense, as you can see. It's a big book uh -huh. <laughs> and the first part is uh, kind of hard to you know to read Good. and you have to reread it but the mm -hmm. second part is amazing so um i try to have it next to me to remind me and as i told you the tattoo if i ever get a tattoo i'll get it that spiral so That's and a big deal. uh yeah i i love it because it's 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 life I mean, it's a flow of life. You set your goals, 
you fail, eventually you will fail. That's it. It's no matter of if you will fail or not. It's a matter of when. After you fail, you diagnose what's going on. Why did you fail? And then you redesign your process or whatever you are trying to reach, and you launch again. And mm -hmm. that's that's life. So uh, yeah. we're always learning. And if we're not learning, then that spiral goes like this. Instead mm -hmm. of going up, it goes straight. So yeah. you don't learn, but you keep failing and doing the same mistakes, right? So yeah. that's what I love about principles. Awesome. But there are so many other books that I love. <laughs> There's so many. Now, yeah. I probably shouldn't ask where you would get the tattoo. So we'll, we'll skip that for now. <laughs> All right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We'll be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. everybody welcome in another episode of vision pros live i'm your show host jackson callum founder and ceo of first class business i am excited to have manu del valle on our show today based out of houston texas another texan i'm excited about that too um also from mexico um representing both nations just like my daughter aitana um and so we'll, we'll be diving into flow states and how flow is a key to an amazing life um you know again most of you don't know that I had a short stint working with Flow Research Collective and the amount that I learned in that time and the amount that I appreciate what it is they're up to and teaching the world in terms of peak performance, productivity, uh, just awesome. And so bringing Manu on as well as a leader in Flow, uh, he's a founder of flowforward.co. That's flowforward.co. Uh, we'll be diving in, talking about how Flow is again that amazing key to to well the key to amazing life so before we dive in with manu um i want to always give a quick shout out to the sponsors these are these are people that i believe in tremendously people that i work with in fact the two sponsors for today are actually both clients of first class business um so we do have a bit of a bias however what i would like to say about that is i don't take clients on that I don't absolutely love and desire representing because I got four children who I want to be extremely proud of the things that I've done in life. So with Sean and Julianne Lechuga, they are launching this program called the Wellness Shop 365. And the Wellness Shop 365 is an integrative approach to nutrition that incorporates this wheel of life concept that I was like, man, this is so cool to, to meet somebody who not only cares about the diet, and the exercise portion of being healthy, but also is keen in on what's your joy look like, what's your spirituality look like, your creativity, your career, your education. Uh, when I saw this concept, I was like, this has superpowers, unlike anything I've seen from uh, other health practitioners and, and holistic health individuals. Um, and we're all on this journey to continue to improve, but some of us have dynamic superpowers above and beyond others. And it's our, it's our opportunity to, to use those relationships as mentors, if you will, for our life. So I love the success of their family. I love what they're building. And uh, if you get a chance to check that out and you're in the holistic wellness space, maybe there's also a strategic partnership opportunity with them and what they're doing. Um, then there's the law spot with Melissa Gray. Melissa Gray came through this actual show. She had an episode. And what really struck me about her as an attorney 
which again, I was, I was actually quite nervous about. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to host an attorney on my show. Uh, let's see how this goes. Well, it turned out she's like the super nurturer who understands that law doesn't have to be complicated. And she don't, she not only has the ability to help you understand it, but she does so from the framework of helping you feel good about the process. And so having, having somebody for legal counsel um, on our team, as well as involved in any of the companies that I've ever worked with, I started thinking about which of my clients in the past and prospects that I've talked to, if I asked them, do you have a legal, do you have legal counsel? Somebody represents you. I would venture to bet that less than 10% of the people that I've met with in business had somebody on hand that they could dial up and say, yes, I do have a legal counsel, you know, uh, right here by my side to help protect me in the event of something going wrong or to help uh, go through a draft, a document, et cetera. Now, out of those 10% that actually have one, I bet more than 50% are, are overcharged um, and on a retainer that they can't possibly afford if they get into a situation where they need it. Restaurant Connect, we got into a trademark war um, with somebody. It cost us $20,000 just to try to protect our brand name. A lot of that had to do with the fact that, you know, we our, our legal counsel probably just wasn't the best legal counsel, in my opinion. Uh, we probably could have gotten somebody for far less, or we probably could have made strategic moves to protect our budget in the time we needed that most. So visionaries, business owners out there, the goal of helping you find out about materials and opportunities like this is to create holistic growth for yourself and to start putting you in a position of being a wise steward of your ventures. The more wise you become as a steward, the more likely you are to have dominion over a very successful vineyard. Now I'll step out of the analogies a little bit. Uh, the water project. The water project is something that I, I never want to forget to talk about because there's millions of people in this world who do not have access to clean drinking water. And I'm about 10 steps away from it at all times, anywhere I go. I've never had to think about where am I going to get my next glass of water. And so while there's millions of people who are in this position, there's also millions of us, people who listen to podcasts like this, and we're one share away from possibly finding somebody who can make a dramatic difference on generations of individuals um, in, in this case, in Africa. I love that the Water Project showcases their projects, much like a, a crowdfunding opportunity. And you can see that Math and Community 3 right now is very close to fully funded. And by contributing $5 to it, if you have the ability, or maybe you decide to complete the project and you decide to spend $10,000 on this, I, I don't know what you'll do, but I know that they will update you with what's going on with that project how, how it's progressing, you get to see the fulfillment of that project come to life. And again, just imagine these kids that are missing school right now to go get water on occasion or their parents who have to abandon work in order to go get water for their families. Imagine the impact that has in their life 10 years, 15, 20 years down the road as they have stability with the core resource that they need most in life. And you and I have the opportunity to again share that. Now, if you have a cause that you'd like to see us support or talk about on this show, don't hesitate to drop that in the comments. Um, we're always checking the comments to see what's there. We might even bring your cause onto the show and talk about it. And again, who knows who will reach that might decide that this is the type of project that they want to give back to and help with. So without further ado, uh, Manu Devaye, founder of Flow4.co. Welcome to Vision Pros Live, man. Hey, Jackson, thank you for having me on your show. I'm really honored to be here and talk to you about all this. And and congratulations on that, because it's 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 amazing. Now that I heard you talking about the water project, it's wow. Amazing what you're doing here. 
Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, and I, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're working on some uh, amazing causes yourself on your end. The, the first cause, though, that I really want to focus in on, right, is you just established this amazing vision for, for flow and how you're going to help people with it. I'm going to pull the website up and uh, and kind of drag people through the website, allow people to see Thank what's you. here and what's going on <laughs> with it while you tell us about how you got here. Um, you know, what, what caused you to, to step forward and become a founder of Flow Forward? Oh, there's not a single, a single cause. There's, uh, a group of things that happened through, through, uh, through the years. So, um, well, actually, Great. I can take us doing... on that journey. I'm just excited to hear about the journey. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So, uh, I've always been very entrepreneurial. I mean, um, since I worked with my dad in the textile business, I've always uh, tried to, uh, you know, to save money for my own uh, things and to to go out with my friends and etc. And I started. I remember I started selling shirts, going out with my box of shirts uh, to downtown Mexico City, and going door to door selling those shirts. So. That was a big, a big thing for me because the first one, of course, everybody rejected me. Ninety uh, percent rejected me and my my shirts, but uh, that one person that gave me the chance to sell my shirts in in his store, it made a huge difference. So uh, I went through a lot of businesses. I had my own advertising agency. With some friends, uh, I had a tequila, an organic tequila, with another friend. Hey. Then I founded a, a hotel and uh, yeah, you know, hospitality supply business. We we still uh, sold bed sheets and all bed linen to, yeah. to the hotels. And um, the then I founded Homework Coworking in Mexico City, which is uh, one of my my babies. <laughs> and, uh, and and it still does. It's still, I mean, homework is still there. And we found it in front of the Monumento a la Revolución. I don't know if you've ever been in Mexico City, but I it's have. a beautiful spot. It's a beautiful spot. So we have a very pretty terrace there. And anyway, so... Alongside all those businesses, I've always been a people person. I I came to learn that uh, later in life, but <laughs> I was always focusing on business, 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 business. Mm. And then in homework, I realized something. I realized that we weren't dealing with companies. We weren't dealing with with uh, with businesses. We were dealing with people. So. That was one of our great successes in homework that we uh, catered to the needs of people, not of companies. So, uh, what, for example, one of the main um, missions our home managers uh, had was learning the names and last names of each and everyone who entered through those doors. So everyone who would enter homework, they would be greeted as somebody a familiar so somebody that that you knew so we make them feel at home right so so anyway in all my businesses i realized that i've been um 
dealing or not dealing, I mean, uh, interacting with people. And with my own people, with my own teams, I would used to coach them and to, to give them advice on some stuff. And even clients, even clients, I would greet them. I would uh, welcome them into our offices and, and, and give them the, the full, the full uh, scope of, our, of what homework was. And then I, I, oh, well, let me go back a little bit. When we founded Homework, we received a lot of entrepreneurs. And we received also a lot of um, incubators and accelerators and company builders, etc. And I've always been very curious. I, I've always been very, um, like we say in Mexico, I... Me meto en lo que no me invitan. I, get, <laughs> I, I go into what I'm not invited into. Yeah. Right. So there was there was this um, uh, accelerator called Posible. That it's a accelerator. It's a great cost as well. I mean, if you can uh, go into it sometimes. But Posible is a foundation made by Televisa, which it's a big media company in Mexico and Nacional Montepiedad. So they did this initiative called Posible, and they um, empower entrepreneurs to build their businesses and everything. So they rented homework for one of their camps. And so I approached one of the girls that was working there, and I said, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I just liked the feeling of it. But I approached her and say, hey, I want to be a mentor. What does it take to be a mentor? <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, so we'll invite you. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But uh, so she said, okay, yeah. I mean, you've built a business. You've built uh, many businesses. So you have the minimum qualifying things uh, to be a mentor. I didn't know what I was doing. So I went in. I was a mentor for some uh, entrepreneurs in the camp. And it was an amazing experience, a life-changing experience. Um, I learned more than I could, uh, than they did learn from me. So, um, and so since then, I've been a mentor for many entrepreneurs. Uh, I keep learning, of course, but I realized that I cannot only. I'm. I'm. I mean, I discovered my calling, and that calling is to serve other people to empower themselves, uh, either in entrepreneurship or in, in life or in creating habits or in, I mean, or living a life, a full life. So that's when I decided to, to, to turn all my experience into, into a business that could serve people. So that's a little bit in a nutshell, Jackson. I nice. don't know if you've heard. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, and so, Tell me this, Manu, what's what's your vision for those that you serve when it, uh, and this can be broad beyond the flow forward, but, um, you know, for specifically, let's start with flow forward. What's your vision for their outcome? What do you want to see them achieve? Okay, so there have been so many um, downs in my in my processes in this in that little spiral that I tell you about that I've learned something very valuable that I, I believe that it will change people's mind. Um, I don't know if you've heard of uh, the book Mindset by Carl Dweck. No. 
well, it's it's Write it down, a Bible man. for me. It's 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 amazing. So uh, many of us grew up with this fixed mindset that she talks about. And what's a fixed mindset? Fixed mindset is, oh, I don't know if you were good or bad at math in school, but if you were good, you probably heard a thousand times, oh, he's a genius and he's a genius. And, and if you're bad, which I was, I was bad at math. I've always <laughs> told myself that I was bad at math. I was bad at math. I'm never going to do something good with math. I'm good at other things. And uh, so I guess I learned, I, I wouldn't say the hard way, but uh, um, my vision, and I'll go back to that where, where it made sense. My vision is to get people to do things that they can, that they don't know they can do. <laughs> to make things that they believe they are not able to do because of their own mindset. Um, I'm going to tell you an example. So I had always the sense or the belief that I was bad for math and bad for numbers. And, and I'm, since, I, I'm still struggling with that. <laughs> so, sure. but I, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. So I studied my master's, my MBA at the Padre School, because my dad, my, which I... I, I mean, I love my dad and I really um, appreciate all the lessons he has taught me through life. And he insisted me, get your MBA, get your MBA. And of course, I thought, I don't need an MBA. I already I'm an entrepreneur, you know, I don't need anything. <laughs> I know everything. And so why would I get an MBA if I'm not even good at math and, 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 and um, you know, finance and everything, all that stuff that... I see in the meetings, no? And so I entered the MBA. I said, okay, I'm going to do it. Uh, I mean, my dad had the, the uh, he paid for it. So I, I mean, cool. I couldn't say no. I mean, the company, the company that I work for, my family's company paid for the MBA. So, I mean, it was a no brainer. So anyway, my first semester of finance, they uh, my first class or second or some some class at the beginning, the teacher um, gave us homework, so we had to do this finance statement or I don't remember exactly what was it, and I that was one of the first times that I said that I challenged myself, so I had this belief that I was bad at math. Um, and so I said, okay, how hard can it be? So I'm going to do it. I don't care if it takes me whatever, but I'm going to do it. So I slept at three in the morning, but I solved it. I spent a lot of time. What probably someone would spend, uh, half an hour. I spent like, I don't know, five, six hours, but I, uh -huh. I, I did it. So the next morning in the breakfast with my friends, Actually, my major was in communications. And I was the only one in the master's that had a, a degree on communication. There was another from graphic design and a psychologist. The rest of them, only three out of maybe 70 people were in those types of majors. The rest were engineers, uh, business, uh, business majors, and 
or economics, more related to number number majors. So uh, as discussing the homework with them, I, I was quiet. You know, I was expecting everyone to say, oh, yeah, I did my homework and it was like this and it was very easy. So, so I noticed that they start talking and they say, oh, I couldn't do the homework. Oh, no, I me neither. I had very trouble. And I was just like, mm-hmm. really? These guys that are experts in finance and whatever, they didn't do it and I did it. So that was a aha moment for me. That was a moment that really changed my my way of it's life of, changing. Uh-huh. And not only that, but that semester or that that uh period of my of my uh, MBA, I was the number two uh highest grade in the oh, whole nice. in the whole class. So I was I was feeling like uh you know like we say in Mexico, like a pavo real, like a <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yep. like a peacock, <laughs> like um, a peacock. That's right. right. That's right. So that was that was life changing and um, it's empowering. I guess from that moment, I I stopped. Um, I mean, I started questioning my own beliefs, you know. So, um, and and I brought mindset by Carol Dweck because she talks in that book about two types of mindset that we all have. Uh, we have more of one and of another, or there are people that only have one, but but we've all gone through there. So the fixed mindset is that one, the one that tells you, no, you're bad at math, don't do anything, and whatever. And also the, the opposite. For example, she talks about... Um, kids that they used to tell them oh you're a genius in math and you're great and what happens to those kids the first time they fail they feel terrible they say they say okay so i'm not living up to expectations that i'm a genius they've always told me that i'm a genius but now i'm failing i'm not a genius yeah so it's it's an amazing book and and well the other mindset the growth mindset is the one that takes failures as challenges. Mm-hmm. So no, it, it doesn't matter how much time you fall. It's, um, I mean, it's it's um, how do you say that? It's very sad. Uh, um, I forget the word. It matters how many times you get up, get back up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's, I mean, it's a phrase that we yeah, hear it every time. time. You fell, it matters uh-huh. how many times you get back up. But but it's it's real. So yep. um, so my my vision for those that I serve is is exactly that. It's it's keep going. I mean, if you're some if you're afraid of doing something, do it, and you'll find yourself doing it uh, very good. You know. So yeah. that's kind of my vision. And flow, and flow is a great tool for doing that. So that's that's that. kind of my vision. To empower awesome. people. <laughs> I appreciate that you didn't focus as much on the tool, but as much on the outcome. Um, you know, and you've you've lived that <clears throat> experience yourself. Um, and to, to empower people, and I, I think that's one of the most appropriate words for this, right? Is the empowering, the the empowerment, the self empowerment that comes from uh, getting past the mindset, the mind struggles that hold us back, and allow us to have the confidence to dive into the uncertainty of growth, 
Um, and when we can do that, we, you know, we can achieve things that we might not have otherwise realized. Um, a personal story on my side, um, when I took StrengthsFinder 2.0, um, the assessment that helps you find out what your top five strengths are, I was shocked when my number one strength came back as learner. Um, oh, wow. I, I knew that I was studious and I was known as kind of that genius kid. Um, but in college, I got the equivalent of like an F minus, 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 minus. Like a oh, 0.33 wow. GPA is not something <laughs> to be excited about. And it was only because one of my teachers gave me a C to try to help me like, like move my grade up a little bit. I should have had like a 0.1. Um, and so I, I thought that I wasn't a good student. I thought that I wasn't a learner. Um, I was always in trouble for talking too much in class. You know, didn't know that would lead to podcasting, um, you know, <laughs> but it it wasn't until taking that exam, that test where it told me, hey, you are a learner. And then it broke down. You learn through conversation, through social activities and stuff. And I was like, oh, somebody who appreciates That's so cool. my weakness as a superpower, as a strength. Um, you know, th those types of experiences change the way we perceive our opportunities in life. Um, yes. when our eyes get open to the fact that, well, we're not broken or bad, we're just, um, and, and how we go about things. So I'd love to know from you, what's, what's your vision for you, Manu? What do you see for yourself? Okay. So, um, what I'm working right now is, is actually that I've, I mean, I'm waiting this week actually, uh, for my certification in coaching. I, I had spent, the. Um, I spent the last, what is it, seven, eight months. Uh, I'm getting certified by Tech de Monterrey as a executive coach, and because of that, of that same belief, I, I, I said, okay, I'm already coaching. Now I just need the title. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, it's 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 a whole different story because. Um, as you might know, coaching has a little bit of, uh, I don't know, it's it's not very popular amongst certain type of, of people that are very business oriented. And, but I mean, it's, 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 I loved it. it, it it's yeah. also life changing. That certification that I just finished, it's life changing because it teaches you a lot of things that you can use in your own life. So, Saying that, I'm going to say something life-changing for you right now, if that's okay. Yes, of course. For everybody who's listening in about this whole mantra that coaching's not appreciated and coaching's not like what people go to in business and there's this negative connotation around it. Nope. That, that, is, that is so false. And the liberation that exists in that is the reality that people are so let down by the fact that there's so many inadequate coaches that are out there. Yes. Yes. that they say that but in that's, reality that's we love excellent coaches yes the key is we've got to become an excellent coach if we're that's going right. to coach and in the business world one of the challenges there's no public track record yes. i can claim all day i make millions of dollars i can claim all day i help <laughs> thousands of people's lives you know i i can make any claim i want to and there's no bar there's no malpractice. There's no website you can go to to hold me accountable to whether I'm telling the truth or not. 
Yes. And therein lies one of the greatest problems with the false sense of authority that people claim. And, oh, yeah, I'm a bestseller on Amazon. (laughs) Calm down. You have three reviews and your mom bought bought your book 15 times. So what? That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's so so much posturing involved in the market in general. But that that word right there is one of the keys. General. Common. The common client is so burned by coaches and the idea of coaching that no, they don't want to have anything to do with coaching. The ideal client though, the people who want to make moves in life, the people who are the one out of a hundred perhaps, or the, or the five out of a hundred, those are the ones who are excited to meet a coach, but they're going to be ready to ask the right questions to hire the right coach for the right reasons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we have a great opportunity in sports to look at sports and say, okay, and here's why. I can see the coaches' track records. I yes. can see their win losses. I can see their interviews pre and post games. I can see what contracts they sign. I can see what players they sign. I can see what players mm-hmm. they ship out that don't fit into the equation. I can see how their culture environment works because we as a society are obsessed with sports. We Absolutely. love to see what's going on, but most of the realities related to that are so public that it gives, it paints the picture. And I can say, you know what? I want to run an organization like Greg Popovich runs the Spurs, or I want to run an organization like Bill Belichick ran the New England Patriots or Nick Saban ran the you know University of Alabama, or I don't want a culture that's like that. There's so much transparency that exists in that world that it becomes it becomes worth modeling. But I would just like to say, Manu, your certification as a coach or your presence as a coach, even without a certification, me, I don't care about the paper on your wall. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, have yeah. the paper on my wall. I care about the principles that you follow, the way you show up to help me. Absolutely. And so does the market. So yeah. you you do you, man. You keep going with this vision. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jackson. Yeah, actually, it's is is what I came to realize, both in the masters and that I started the masters saying, and and it's very how do you say that soberbio? Um well, I don't know anyway. that word. Sobering? No, no. soberbio is like um, I don't know how to say it. That's all right. You keep going. I'll find it. It's Go pride. Ahead. It's pride. Oh, okay. proud, prideful. proud, prideful, so, or prideful. Yeah. So I was I was so like oh, I don't need a masters. Uh-huh. I can do it myself. And now with the coaching, I was exactly the same. Okay, I don't need to be taught how to coach. I already coach. <laughs> I just need the certification. And I was so wrong. I was so so wrong, and 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 I keep I keep getting those types of lessons, and I like it. I mean, I stay open to getting those lessons. That's that's, awesome. that's a huge difference. Uh, that I I think it's beneficial for us to right. do things and maybe learn the hard way, right? So, yep. uh, thank God I haven't learned that in the hard way, but <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, I keep open to learn. And um, so my vision is to keep working in serving people. I just, um, I loved your, your, your podcast and everything because most of the questions are focused on how you serve. Yeah. And uh, I recently launched a, a daily podcast in Woo! English, actually. <laughs> yeah, what's so, it called? 
It's called the Daily Daily Flow Podcast. The Daily Flow Podcast. Tomorrow is my episode number 50. So uh, make sure to listen to nice. it, Jackson. Yeah, I, I, I'm loving it. It's It's been also a lesson. I've learned more than, sure. than I can ever uh, teach. So, <laughs> But well, one of the uh, main episodes, I think it was actually one of the first ones. I, I, mm. I don't remember exactly what number it was we'll link but to it, was, it in the comments so we'll link to it once we find perfect it. it was about service it was actually about service and uh i went to mass i'm a catholic so i went to mass uh one sunday and the priest gave an amazing uh sermon and he told that service was a privilege i've never heard that i've never heard that before i i, I mean you always say the privileged are the ones who get served, not the other, not the other one, not otherwise. I mean, not the opposite. So that was that was like, wow, it is a privilege. Yeah. If I have the ability to serve others, that's a privilege that right. not many people have that privilege to do. So, so that episode is one of the most listened to. And I love uh, when I started reading the you know, vision pros and all the the quest the preparing questions. I love that because it's about serving others. Yeah. And I guess and I guess my my vision it's 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 like a ripple effect. Why would I serve others? Because I know that they are going to serve others and others and others and others. Yeah. And and that's something I love to do with my kids for example. I know they are and well, I'm going to tell you another story. <laughs> yeah. That really gave me a a, a click. So um, I don't know how much time we have, Jackson. <laughs> we're, we're, we're close to the normal point, um, but definitely share this story. And then when we come across the worst leadership experience ever and best leadership experience, we'll, we'll try to be more concise on those ones okay. um, so that we can wait. But we'll, we'll keep going. We're all right, man. I, I like okay. what you're putting down. So last year, I went to a, um, how do you say that? A retiro, um, retreat. A retreat. And so many people shared their experiences and everything. And one of them was, wow. I mean, I'm even going to cry as I tell it because <laughs> I'm a crier. So <laughs> I'm too. I don't bear care. with me. Bear with me. So Keep this guy, this guy was telling us his story about how he got cancer. Then he got into an accident. Then uh, he went broke. So. I mean, the worst that can ever happen happened to to this guy. And uh, her daughters, of course, were terribly sad and going through depression and everything. And here's the thing. He told us about the gardener, the, the guy that did his lawn, that every time he would, um, how do you say that, put flowers in the windows of her daughters, to make their daughters happier. Oh, geez. <laughs> and not even that, not, not only that, but the gardener paid him a hundred dollars to this guy, to his to his employer. The gardener gave him a hundred dollars because he knew that he was having a hard time. So not only did he did his lawn for free, but he paid his employer. Oh, geez. Oh, that wow. that really struck something. And um and so I, I realized how each one of us 
regardless of your social status or your income or whatever, we have the power to change lives, regardless of anything. I mean, if you feel that you are a nobody and you are uh, uh, you're going through something, you have the power to change other people's lives. So that really, uh, I mean, I'm sorry for it, <laughs> but that that story hit me hit me hard and and so i believe that we are um how do you say tools we are tools from god or from whichever yeah. which, uh, whatever belief you have it doesn't matter but we are tools for good we can be tools for good so so i wanted to share that <laughs> i love that well that covers the best leadership experience that's one of the best leadership experiences i've ever heard um <laughs> is a person who's doing the service also had it in their heart to pay. You wouldn't say pay for doing the service, but he was willing to complete the work and give back to that individual, yeah. um, you know, very, very selfless act. Um, and that is the style of service that, that uh, I, I strive for as well and, and strive to inspire in the world. Um, so thank you for sharing that story. Um, let's, let's dive in a little bit to what's the worst leadership experience that you've ever had or seen, <laughs> um, you know, you've, you've been involved in a number of different companies. Um, you've, uh, I'm sure worked with different leaders, different professors throughout the years. What, what's the worst one that you saw? Okay. It's, it's, um, it's kind of, it goes along the same lines that my, my, the, the stories that I told you about the MBA and the mm -hmm. coaching. And it's, it's about our, what we tell to ourselves, our self dialogue. Yeah. And I realized that I sometimes, for example, I had a, a financial problem in, in the pandemic. It, it was terrible financially speaking. And so I went to talk to an uncle that I really appreciate that he's been very successful. And I was like in an attitude, in a victimized attitude, you know? I was like, oh, uncle, you know, please. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 all this is I, happening to me. Right? Yeah, yeah, poor me, blah, blah. I, I mean, I wasn't that victimized, right? <laughs> but but <laughs> I went, my, my, I, I thought that my attitude afterwards, I thought that my attitude was that. So I was expecting him to comfort me, to tell me, no, I, I'll help you. You can, uh, I don't know, go ahead. And it was the total opposite. He, I mean, how do you say that? Um, he scolded me. He 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 beat <laughs> yeah. me up. I mean, he didn't beat me actually physically, right? But, right. But he, I was, I was like, really? I say, I mean, prove me. You're scolding me. <laughs> so I went out. Uh, I went out of the meeting. I got home, and uh, I, I I would stay with my parents uh, when i'm in mexico whenever i'm in mexico i stay with my parents so it was one of those times so i get home to my mom and dad and uh i tell my dad uh how my dad tells me how are you i said nah so so i was depressed i mean i was my uncle which i admire had just given me the, you know <laughs> and uh and my dad told me yes your uncle just told me that he scolded you or whatever no i said yeah 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 
so I was still in that same mindset, no victim mindset, poor of me, and how did this call me? Blah 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 blah. No, mm. but then I realized how empowering that was. Mm. How empowering that was because why? Because I made responsible. I made myself responsible of of, of that. So. I believe, and I've learned through reading and through uh, being curious about uh, being a victim, that if you stay a victim, you stay paralyzed. You 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 are helpless. But once you take hold of of your life, once you take the the how do you say the reins of your life, yeah, it's a different story. It's a whole different story. So by just the mind, changing the mindset of of uh, from victim to being empowered to face challenge and to take responsibility, even if it's not your fault, even if yep. it, that happened to you by external forces, right? But if you take responsibility of that, it's life changing. So I guess love that. I guess that would be my worst leadership experience because I transmitted that to my own team. You know, being a victim. Right, it, it you permeate that attitude to your to your uh, team, and when they come to you in that same mindset, then you you realize that you did something wrong. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's well what a, a huge lesson. Very good, and and the shift um, in in that case in that instance came about pretty fast. Um, you know, it almost it sounds like a same day experience too. It didn't take years. Um, you know, of suffering through that. There's levels, though, of course, where we where we're all yeah. constantly growing. So, if this was your last opportunity to share one final power lesson ever um, for visionaries that they can learn from your experience, what oh, wow. would the lesson be? Oh, that's a tough one, Jackson. What powerful lesson can other visionaries learn from my experience? Well, actually, the same that I told you. I mean. I did things by empowering myself and by taking my responsibility of my own life and of my own uh, challenges and situations. I learned that I can do extraordinary things. So it doesn't matter if I took a thousand courses on leadership or in uh, whatever, if I don't, take responsibility of my actions and of my situation, regardless of who did it. I mean, it's never going to change. So taking responsibility for your actions, it's, it's, there's another story that I don't have the time to, I, have, I guess we don't have the time to share. And I, I actually need to, Not today. I need to find where I read that, but I read it in a book that it talked about exactly the same. A guy that takes responsibility of, all his outcomes in his life so that changes yeah absolutely <laughs> awesome man well we are gonna gonna wrap up for today's episode but for those of you who are um listening in if you want to learn more about manu you can go to uh, flowforward.co um, you can also check out the landing page and see what action steps are there. We'll leave some action steps so you know what to do with this. Um, let me move that banner real quick too. There we go. Hiding <laughs> <Just like laughs> behind it. Uh, anyway, and and Vision Pros, we appreciate you guys listening in. If you feel empowered 
to share your own vision, then of course, there's a be our guest button that you can click on the page. Uh, we'd love to have you. Um, we'd love to explore your vision of how you're going about helping others and serving. As Manu said, that's what it's all about. You know, is, is what are we doing to help others in this world progress? We got 8 billion people in this world that we could help. And if you think about the just really how vast that number is and the fact that only 350 million or so live in the United States and, you know, less than, I don't know, I think less than 1 billion live in first world countries. I'm sure it's even less than that. Feel free to correct me in the comments on what that is. We just have such an awesome opportunity to be giving back, to spread the wealth, to help others, to inspire the world, to do great things. And that's what Vision Pros is really all about. So Manu, thank you so much for joining us today on Vision Pros Live. And uh, we look forward to staying in touch with you. Uh, thank you, Jackson. Thank you. And I hope to see you soon in person. <laughs> yeah, man, let's make it happen. That'd for be sure. great. Uh, Vision Pros, same goes to you. If you're in San Antonio, Texas, or you catch me in my travels, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, I'd love to catch up with you. Everybody have a great day. Thank, Thank you, you for being here today. I'm really happy that you tuned in to Vision Pros Live. I'm looking forward to seeing your reactions as these episodes continue to move forward. This is going to get more and more fun. We'll have more and more engagement as well. We'll invite people to participate in the show. And thank you for giving us your time and attention. Have an excellent